Welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. This is Michael Delaware. I am your host. And I don't know if you've ever driven through the town of Olivet. There is a beautiful college there called Olivet College. And it's always fascinated me because the principal development in the town, of course, is the college. Uh, There's a high school there. There's also a pretty good-sized stadium there. I believe it's used by both the college and the high school. And, of course, there's a lot of great businesses in Olivet in a nice little downtown area. But what's most notable is the architecture of the buildings on the campus itself. But the college was what the town was founded upon, and it is the main focus in the community. And it's a fascinating history. So I thought I'd explore some of the history of Olivet College today and tell you some interesting stories that might fascinate and amaze you. So come along and join me. So Olivet College is a private Christian college in Olivet, Michigan, which is in Eaton County. And the college is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Now, it was founded in 1844 by missionaries from Oberlin College. Oberlin College is a private liberal arts college and conservatory of music over in Oberlin, Ohio. And it's the oldest co-educational liberal arts college in the United States and the second oldest continually operating educational institute of higher learning in the world. So it's quite a significant college. And so Olivet College was founded by missionaries from that college in 1844. And it followed Oberlin in becoming the second co-educational college or university in the United States. Now, Olivet College is affiliated with the United Church of Christ and the National Association of Congregational Christian Churches, and stands in the Reformed tradition of Protestantism. So in 1844, the the story goes that after founding Oberlin College, John J. Shippard and 39 missionaries, including Oberlin faculty, students, alumni, they all came to Michigan to create a college which Shippard deemed to be the new Oberlin College, is what his original plan was. Now, Shippard was an American clergyman who was one of the co-founders of Oberlin College in 1833, and the other co-founder was Philo Penfield Stewart. Now, the original land that they had selected for the college was to be in present-day Ingham County, which was approximately about 25 miles from where the college now stands. Olivet in lore says that while Shippard was on a trip to the site in Ingham County, his horse continued to get lost and would always wander back to a hill with an oak grove on it, which is where Olivet's campus now stands as the central square. And so Shipper decided that the powers from above must be drawing the horse back to this site. And so Shipper deemed that this would be the site for New Oberlin. He then chose to name the college Olivet, however, after the biblical Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives is a mountain ridge east of and adjacent to Jerusalem's old city, and it's named for the olive groves that once covered its slopes. 
So that's how Olivet College got started and how it got its name. The first courses began with the founding of the college in December of 1844. Now, because President Reuben Hatch's petition for a charter was denied, Olivet became the Olivet Institute and remained a two-year school until chartered in 1859. The 20th century saw Olivet College become a liberal arts school and a short-lived attempt at an Oxford-style curriculum from 1934 to 1944. And so there's been some changes to Olivet College in their curriculum over the years a little bit. The, the college is regarded as a Michigan historic site, and a marker designating the college as such was erected in 1960 by the Michigan Historical Commission. And the inscription on the marker reads... On February 24th, 1844, the Reverend John J. Father Shippard and 39 followers arrived by ox cart on this wilderness hilltop, driving their herds before them. They felt God had directed them to this oak grove for the purpose of founding a co-educational Christian college open to students of all races. First chartered as Olivet Institute, the school received its charter as a college in 1859. For over a century, it has given a broad liberal arts education with strong support from the Congregational Church. Many alumni have gone forth pro Christio et Humanitate. And that's what it reads on the inscription. Pro Christo et Humanitate translates into for Christ and humanity. It's a Latin phrase. Today, Olivet College offers 32 programs that lead to a bachelor's degree and a master's degree of business administration and insurance. Its most popular undergraduate majors in terms of the 2021 graduates were criminal justice safety studies, psychology, business administration and management, insurance, registered nursing and a registered nurse, exercise science and kinesiology. And the student to faculty ratio is 16 to 1. And Olivet College has approximately 1,040 students with a representation of about 40% female and 60% male. 74% of classes have less than 24 students. And there is a 16 to 1 student-faculty ratio, as I mentioned before. And the college has about a 59% retention rate for first to second year students. So that's their statistics on the academics of the college. They also have an athletics program along with Albion College and Michigan Agricultural College, which is now Michigan State University. Olivet founded the Michigan Intercollegiate Athletic Association in 1888. The MIAA is the nation's oldest collegiate conference, and Olivet College athletic teams, nicknamed the Comets, participate in the following intercollegiate sports as a member of the MIAA. And it includes men's baseball, basketball, bowling, cross-country, football, golf, soccer, swimming, and diving, tennis, track and field, volleyball, and wrestling. And in the women's sports, it is basketball, bowling, cross-country, golf, soccer, softball, swimming and diving, tennis, 
track and field, indoor and outdoor, and volleyball and cheerleading. Interestingly enough, Olivet College has its own radio station with an FCC-licensed, non-commercial, educational, student-run radio station. And they broadcast from the Olivet area on 89.1 FM. Call sign is WOCR if you're interested in tuning into that. And they cover a lot of the interesting information going around on campus as well as the Comet football and basketball uh, is often broadcast live from the game site on the radio station. So who were some of the alumni of Olivet College and what's that history about, you might be asking. Let's take a look at some of the people that have graduated Olivet College and gone on to greater things. Uh, Edith Valsberg Alvord, who was uh, born in 1875 and lived until 1962. She was an American suffragist and active Detroit club woman, and she was president of the 20th Century Club of Detroit in 1913, and also president of Detroit's Federation of Women's Clubs in 1914. Another graduate was John Henry Barrows, and he lived from 1847 to 1902. And he was an American clergyman of First Presbyterian Church and chairman of the 1893 General Committee on the Congress of Religions. And he claimed that Abraham Lincoln had become a Christian in 1863. He was the fifth president of Oberlin College. Hamilton King became the United States Minister to Siam, which is now Thailand, from 1898 to 1912, and he was a graduate. Augusta Jane Chapin was the 2010 inductee into the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame. She was the American Universalist minister and educator and activist for women's rights during her time, and she was born in Lakeville, New York, the eldest of 11 children. She was one of only a few women speakers at the Parliament of World Religions that took place at the Columbian Exposition in Chicago in 1893. And she had a long and preaching and teaching career around the Midwest, Pennsylvania, New York, Oregon, and California. There's several members of the Olivet College that graduated that were American mixed martial artists. One of them was Darren J. Cruikshank, who was a competitor in lightweight for extreme fighting championships. He was a professional competitor since 2008, and he was formerly one who competed with the UFC and the King of Cage matches and a few other notable fights. I'm not very familiar with American mixed martial artists, so I'll just uh, give you what I can find here on that. There's a couple of other ones that were boxers or mixed martial artists as well. Justin Jays, who's currently a mixed martial artist and competing in the UFC featherweight division. He graduated Olivet College. And then there's a woman boxer, Clarissa Shields, who was the Olympic boxing gold medalist. So she came from Olivet College. Some of the other notable graduates was Dave Cutler, who was a, an American software engineer. And he developed several computing operating systems, namely Microsoft's Windows NT and Digital Equipment Corporation's RSX 
11M, along with uh, several other operating systems for computers out there. James McLaughlin was a United States Army soldier and a Vietnam veteran, and for his actions during the war, he received the Medal of Honor from President Barack Obama in 2016. And George Pine III was an American football defensive tackle who played one season with the Boston Patriots of the American Football League. He was drafted by the Patriots in the 16th round in the 1965 AFL draft. And then John Ray was another American football player and coach. He served as the head football coach at John Carroll University from 1959 to 1963, and then later at the University of Kentucky from 1969 to 1972, compiling a career college football record of 39 wins and 39 losses. Another sports figure that came out of Olivet College was Vernon Gerald Rule, who was an American professional baseball player. He was a right-handed pitcher and a coach who played in Major League Baseball, and he was primarily with the Detroit Tigers and the Houston Astros for 13 seasons from 1974 to 1986. Another graduate was Scott Sigler, who is a, an American author of science fiction and horror, and he has a podcast. He's a number one New York Times bestselling author of 16 novels, six novellas, and dozens of short stories. John Swainson was a Canadian-American politician who served as the 42nd governor of Michigan from 1961 to 1963. And then there was another American college football coach and basketball coach. His name was Ralph William Thacker, and he served as the head football coach of Central Michigan University in 1907, and then at the Nebraska State Normal School, now known as the Peru State College, in 1912. And then he later served as a coach at Wyoming for the Wyoming Cowboys from 1913 to 1914, and then later for Lake Forest, the Foresters, in 1915. And finally, Robbie McCauley was an American editor, novelist, and critic whose literary career spanned more than 50 years. And he did not graduate, but he did attend Olivet College for a few years. So there's also a lot of notable educators and professors that came out of Olivet College that went on to other institutions, but that gives you a little bit of an outline on some of the history of Olivet College, and it has an endowment as of 2020 of 18.8 million. So it's quite impressive. It was established in 1844, which is 179 years ago, and it's uh, great to see those small town colleges still succeeding through that much time and still offering a curriculum that people are interested in hearing about. And if you drive around all of it, the, um, the buildings are just beautiful. I've always admired that uh, little downtown area. And sometimes when I'm driving through, I'll park my car and walk around a little bit and look at the, the buildings because it's the... Uh, it's just a beautiful campus, and there's some great uh, buildings there. The Olivet College Burridge Library is just an absolutely beautiful fieldstone-towered building that is really worth seeing if you haven't driven through there. So love the history, love the, 
the college, love the uh, historical architecture, and some fascinating stories from Olivet College. So that's going to do it for today's journey through history. If you enjoyed today's episode, learning a little bit about Olivet College and the history of that town, please be sure to leave a review or a rating on whatever app that you are listening on out there. And be sure to reach out to me at michaeldelaware.com if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes that you'd like me to cover as a history topic on this channel. I'd be happy to hear from you. And until next time, when we take another journey into yesterday and we explore even more fascinating tales of Southwest Michigan's past. Thank you for listening. <laughs>